Welcome back to Coast to Coast, episode number 15. I am Ruben Awana at Superflex DJ. And I am Justin Mercer at C2C Dynasty Merce. Yeah, Friday afternoon. Uh, no, today's not Friday. Today's Thursday. I'm trying to get ahead of the game. Ah. Well, <laughs> you know, it's probably because the game tonight is not going to be good. So just kind of just get Skip right past, past it. it. Skip right yeah. past it. Let's get to the good, to the good stuff. Sorry about that. It is Thursday afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, well, so I mean, you? I'm doing well. I uh, I was telling you my work's been extremely busy um, over the last several weeks. We announced a price increase effective of November 1st, and it's just been a lot of conversations, a lot of data sharing, a lot of, uh, you know, pushing it across the finish line because we have to have everything in our system by next Monday, and so... That made this week insane for me. So that, I do not miss those days of uh, increases and having to call people about that and talk to them about it. Do, do not miss that. We actually, for my work, we had a our company had a 50th anniversary party last night. So nice. For that F- family, kids. It was a, How it was a far good away is your headquarters for your uh, job? Probably as a crow flies, like four miles, maybe. Oh, nice. I mean, nice. It, I, it's a five to seven minute drive in the car, kind of you know, just lights and everything. But yeah. And it was a uh, it was it was a good time. Family got to spend some time with the family there. Meet some get to they get to meet bosses and all that kind of stuff. But uh, enough about our jobs. Nobody really gives a shit. <laughs> um, but so one of the things here on our show sheet is I am back in the Patreon chats. Yes, I, uh, Ruben's I back, back, back again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I came back about two weeks ago. I think it is good now. It's already been two weeks since we were our last Potter. So, uh, finally made the decision. Uh, it's time to come back. I think I've been away long enough. Um, I think that also, um, I'm curtailing myself uh, some. You know, I, I came back and I did put like uh, DNC on mute and, and HQ on mute so I wouldn't get 7,000 notifications a day. Yeah. Um, what? so that, that's that's been helpful. So, I'm trying to not, not look at everything, it, um, just. Kind of my personality, nothing to do with any, again, nothing to do with anybody in the chat. Just, I'm trying to be more cognizant of how much I spend my time on what I'm doing. But Yeah, and we had talked about that um, both on here, I think live and before uh, we started recording in the past. And, you know, I think it probably was a good mental health uh, check for you and just getting getting everything situated. And, you know, we're, we're happy to have you back, happy to have your input. And, uh, you know, I, I'm... I was glad to see your uh, your messages back in there because always uh, held uh, what you said in high regard. So glad yeah. to have you back. Yeah. No, thank you, thank you. And, and honestly, I think that might be something I do yearly is just take a couple month break. Just yeah, it, it, it's it's kind of nice. It was kind of nice. But anyways, uh, we are today will be the beginning of week seven. Of course, lovely Thursday night football. Thank God it's not the Broncos involved because i would want to go jump off a bridge but i don't think it's you know much better with the saints and andy dalton probably but whatever um at least it's not monday which is the bears and the patriots oh yuck yeah um, th- these these primetime standalone games have been atrocious like well so bad and i think i mean i think they've all been low scoring which makes it very challenging to maintain you know, interest, but I think in general, the league has been down scoring. I know there's been a lot of information yeah, uh, going awesome around. Yeah. And, uh, you know, truly, I, I think that certainly has made um, its impact on 
fantasy, but I also think the entertainment factor of games. I mean, this whole illegal man downfield that they are focusing on this year, how many points has that taken off the board alone? Uh, I just every time I every time there's a big play, I'm like, all right, all right, up flag. Legal man was downfield, guaranteed, and that seems yeah. to be a common one. Yeah, so. it's it's uh it's kind of annoying. I hate flags, but part of the game, unfortunately. But so yeah, bye weeks are in full gear, especially this week. If you are um, have good players on your team, they're probably out of bye because you got the Bills, you got the Vikings, and Eagles, Eagles, and Rams, right? And Rams. Yeah, I said good players. Yeah. Um, so not the Rams. Oh, Cup. Cooper uh, Cup happens to be yeah. a good player. On yeah, the, the only one. <laughs> so, um, but, but yeah, uh, so hopefully you have depth to cover that. I know some of my teams are looking pretty eh. It's a, so in that aspect, some, especially where some of our start, you know, 12, 13 leagues are, are going to be kind of rough there. But, uh, um, but bye weeks is what we are supposed to make things work, right? That's when we're supposed to be grinding. That's what all the grinding's for is for those bye weeks, right? It's what we've been grinding for. So, um, and after two, after Monday, we will be almost half. We'll be one week away from being half, little, well, week and a half ish, because seventeen weeks basically that we play. Then week eight will be next yep. week, so we're getting close to halfway. Um, so, yeah, no, okay. and uh, I think I think that uh, like you were mentioning bye weeks, I. I think that you got to manage through it. This is where you have those spot week starters, you know, try and trade for your uh, running backs for a third, if it makes sense and um, keeps you afloat. But it's also never a bad thing to, you know, maybe you have to take an L on a week, especially like this. If you're in super flex and you have Josh Allen and Jalen hurts who have both been, you know, breaking fantasy this year. I mean, gonna be hard to replace those two um in your lineup so just do the best you can right and um i think that um conversation around buying a spot start for a third kind of leads us into some of our strategy talking that's something that we that i started doing quite a bit last year buying and selling for a third i know there was stuff and that was something i picked up from scott and eric um so doing more of that i've been sending a lot of like hey come get so and so for a third um, I didn't really, I don't think I sold last week any Deion Jackson for a third. I offered him everywhere that I wasn't going to use him. Nobody came and got him and they missed out on 28 to 30 some points. So screw yeah. that. Hopefully they, <laughs> hopefully they lost. And, um, now did you start Deion Jackson anywhere? Yeah, I started him in, I have, I have like, oh, I have a shit ton of shares of Deion Jackson, like literally a, a shit pot. I think it's like. I have 17 shares of Deion Jackson. Yeah. And, and last week I started him in like nine. Yep. Started him in nine. I started him anywhere that I was competing. I started him. So that was really good. Um, worked out well. But um, this week, you know, Latavius Murray is another one for a third. Uh, Eno Benjamin's probably going to play tonight. So here, here's another one. I've got four shares of him, two, two competing teams, two rebuilding teams. Put him up already. And can't, you know, that's it's it's there. So if anybody wants, want, their kind of deal. Obviously, this probably won't be out before that, but those kind of players, those spot start players, or a third is what it's costing, man. Because like uh, some of the warp data that's out there from, um, oh god, who is it? It's Dynasty Barry, right? That's who does that, right? Yeah. And so he's got that. Like a third is actually a negative, negative warp. So it's like if you're not really giving up much, a third when you're giving up a third to go get that player to get a spot start. 
you know he's the one that's going to get all the volume. Like, it was pretty predictive that Deion Jackson was the one that was going to get the volume, right? There was nobody else. It was so um, pretty easy to do that. But, yeah. Yeah, no, and I mean, if you think about the warp, I mean, it's like those points, uh, how many warp, you know, was Deion Jackson last week? You know, he was probably super positive. And, uh, you know, it's like that's where you have to utilize those – thirds as best you can um we all know that uh the hit rates of third round picks are are not very strong and you know that's reflective of the warp being negative but it's uh yeah like those type of trades and then i mean heck we we've seen some big deals go down i mean mid-season right now is cracking and and i think it's just uh you're kind of getting into an arms race in some leagues that you know, you've got yeah, the guys in that the top. In there. Yeah, yeah, me, <laughs> me too. Um, but it's just like you know, that's the kind of kind of the fun stuff that's going on. And um, I will say that you know, if you're if you're in the top three of the league, your things are looking good, and and you have an opportunity to buy maybe from um, you know somebody that's in the bottom that has like Devonte Adams or you know some of the aged guys that could really uh, put you over the edge. I mean, don't be afraid to trade your 23 first for Adams and, you know, maybe another spot starter or something like that, or just make some deals with your first. I mean, uh, we'll talk about it in the trades. I mean, I traded one of my late 23 firsts in uh, safe leagues that, you know, I, I probably could have waited, but the guy was selling and you, and you don't want to miss out on the, the, the sale when they're mm-hmm. happening. Cause like, yes, it would be a more ideal to get running backs, later in the season but for if there's a guy sure. that's if there's a guy that's selling i mean jump you in jump and on buy. Yeah. you get the points now too right you get you get the points yep. now and go from there but uh yeah i agree with you you know if you got it what i found hard though is the top the late the late 23 first are kind of hard to sell nobody's really that interested in them um so it, it makes it very difficult to do that um it's um yeah so if you can great go for it or go you know Kind of, and the other thing to do, kind of started doing this this week too, is really if you're not if you're not a competing team on the other side of it, is start getting rid of points off your roster. You know, get get rid of the guys that are scoring the points. You know, if you have the Deion Jackson on your roster and nobody wants to trade for him, cut him because if he ends up with the, you know not necessarily him this week, but that type of player, get rid of him because you don't want to get stuck with thirty potential points to get take you from the 101 to the 102 103 because of something like that right yeah so start, start paying attention how your roster how your um rookie draft your next year's rookie draft how that is the order is for non-playoff teams if you're not in the playoff contention get ahead of it and start doing that it was one of the things that i kind of went through this week and you know marked all my teams where where i'm at in points where i'm at in potential points how's my how's my order determined how's the playoffs determined that way i can make decisions on uh when to do what i think you did that already uh it kind of took that cue from you um but yeah just kind of start working on those things yeah no i and i mean this is this is where like it starts to become a little bit uh tedious and you kind of you kind of feel that burnout this time like because it's we've gone through you know several weeks of uh of tough starts and tough decisions. And now we're in buys and you're just like, you kind of want to throw up your hands, but you got to stay laser focused because this is where you're going to make the difference. And you getting that uh, first or second, get that bye week. That's oh, so critical. 
and you know just push through uh push through the pain because it it's not going to be uh an easy couple of weeks with these buys that are upon us for sure for sure it is definitely not going to be that um it is it's the grind time this is what we grind for this is what what the dgens are are about kind of this is what your degenerates are supposed to shine is during this time when the bye weeks and picking up picking up guys but you know the you know, it's become a dfs game right now right yeah it's just literally a dfs game and um just just keep on it keep on it so i agree with you on the target steal you know i, I kind of did that some of that stuff myself this week so i think it's time for some trade talk yeah anything else yeah no no i mean uh I, I think that we we had some activity in the trades. I wish I would have got a few more done, but I was traveling all last week and last weekend, so didn't have as many. But uh, why don't you fire off with uh, the midseason? In midseason, I am now 10 and 0. We, 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 we might wonder why 10, but we have double headers every week except for week one, I believe it was, or maybe even week week. I, I don't even try to remember anymore. But we have double headers. So I'm 10 and 0. Uh, and I have been uh, like, I got a pretty good team, a really good team. It's a two PPR league. It's a PPC league as well. And I wanted Mark Andrews because my tight end was shit. And I have Lamar Jackson. So I went to Shane, our good friend Shane, and I offered him Sutton and uh, a 23 first and a 24 first to get Mark Andrews and a 23 third. He took that. He's in a rebuilding mode. Um, so that was, I had offered him, I think, just the picks earlier in a couple weeks earlier uh didn't get that so i offered him the two the picks plus sutton um mark andrews kind of replaces sutton in the lineup i got or and then or i figured something i just it works out worked out well i think i'm very happy with that now i have a sutton and then this week obviously with hollywood kind of going down for probably six weeks some people might think we're overreacting but i kind of want to touch on that a little bit if we think about this, if he's down, let's say it's, they're saying six to eight weeks, I believe it may have changed four to six, but anyway, let's just call it six weeks. That's week um, 13. So you are one week away from the, basically one to two weeks away from the playoffs. And they have a buy in week 14. And they have a buy week. The Cardinals do? Have yeah. Buy week 14? Yep. Okay. So, yep. so you're looking at week 15 by the time he's back, right? And are you going to really trust him the first week he's back? Probably not. Um, so you're, he's essentially done for the fantasy season, in my opinion. Like he, maybe you can get him in the championship game, but I don't know if I'm going to trust a guy in, at that point. So I have been moving him in, in leagues that I'm competing. I'm moving him for something that's playing right now. It might come back and bite me in the ass, but let's just go. And I've been trying to acquire him in other leagues that um, I am not competing in. So because I still believe in him. He was getting a great target share. He's a great he's a great guy. Great player to have so i sold hollywood in a third and i got Devonte adams and this was with our friend jim dickey yep. uh jim's rebuilding and i'm going for the ship in this thing i would love to get the ship in this thing because the the uh jim got it last our all play season he got it and so this there's our first full season but um it's a lot of uh dnc people in here it's a fun league you know it's a tough league tough league a lot of really really good owners in here so to win this would be almost mantle it almost put it up on the mantle here yeah yeah and and it, it is start two wide receivers so what you were yep. saying about sutton you know you had two other wide receivers that you could start and now you got adams too to backfill one of those spots so yep. having andrews and a 2p 2.0 ppr for tight ends is huge to stack, stack. With lamar 
Yeah, and this hopefully yeah. Andrews is is playing this week. Um, I know there's he didn't practice today, but as long as he practices tomorrow, it should be good. Uh, this other league uh, called the Duck Dynasty League. I am a complete trash team. I have been trying. Like I have my quarterbacks were Davis Mills and James Winston. It was is is bad. So I got some picks and stuff. So I ended up sending Davis Mills to the third for a second. I get out pick upgrade. I mean, what is Davis Mills? He's 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 nothing. And nothing that I, I I don't. He's not going to help me in a. a yeah, it's really. for. I mean, he's really only a, a starter this year. You know, because I think they're going to be a top. Well, even if their pick, I think they have two top six picks as of right now. The the Texans do, so you know he's getting replaced next year by a rookie. So yep. I think that's a good move. Yep, yep. especially and on so, a team where you don't need him. No, and I'm and, you know rebuilding. So then um, again, another Hollywood deal here. Uh, Jameis, who's kind of been hurt, and AJ Brown. Uh, I think this might have been my only AJ Brown share, but I needed to take advantage of him to. Um, Capitalize and try to get a quarterback. So uh, this was with our friend Scott A. And uh, I sent Jameis and A.J. Brown. I got uh, uh, Trey Lance and Hollywood back. Nice. Uh, so no points basically for this year for me. Help. Maybe I can. I'm at sitting at like the 103 right now. So maybe it'll get me to the 10, uh, 101, 102 kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, so that was good. Uh, happy with that. It gets me, you know, some people aren't sold on, on Lance, but I still think he's better. He's a higher end quarterback than Jameis would be. So if he hits, then I've got a, a quarterback and then I don't have to, I don't have to draft a quarterback this coming year. Right. Like I can right. probably work around it kind of deal stuff. So, Cause I've got well, the thing there too. The thing you can say about that deal is you, you're not competing this year and you traded for a locked in starter next year in Lance. Right. For Jameis, who may or may not be starting somewhere. Correct. Exactly. Uh, this is my Corona League that we and uh, this is a league that I have the highest, the big stack in um, the twenty auction dollars. You know, auction dollars twenty one. So I had four of the five quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, I am out on Jameis or uh, Justin Fields. I am out on the on the Bears. I am out, 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 out. He that was my last share I had of him in this league, and I traded him for two seconds. Just out. I do not have any trust in that bearish organization to do anything that they need to do. Maybe I've been listening to Scott Sidlow too much, but uh, I know he doesn't believe in that team to do anything for him. He's a, and that's his he team. He's a bears. Yeah. He's, he's a, a bears fan. Bears fan. <laughs> and he is out, you know, on them doing anything positive. So I'm out. I just like, I'm going to get out before I can't, while I can, if I, if I, mean, but I don't care. This is part of it. Part of it is making these deals and just get making a move and having the conviction to make a move. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, in that league, it leaves me with like Pickett and Lance and Trevor Lawrence too. Now, so now do you uh where are you at in 2023 auction money? So I don't know if I'm the big stack, but I've got a decent amount. I've actually yeah. got approached about selling my 23s and I said, nah, probably not because I'm not competing. Um and but I told him I'd I sell my 24s for your 23s kind of deal. Yeah. Um, and so we'll probably have negotiations in that. Um, I have more 24s than he has 23s. So can yeah. throw in, throw, throw something in a little just to get the, get that. In next yeah. First. Well, and just as a, an interjection there into something that I listened to, we're both part of the secret shoppers in Devi marketplace. And they just had an episode on their podcast comparing the 2023 class versus 2024. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I think the 24 is going to be strong as well. Um, and you never know which guys in this 23 class that we're projecting to be there 
may stay, especially right. with the NIL dollars that are yep, at play. Sure. So that's uh, been a lot of talk from a lot of people too. But you know, I'll I'll uh you know the auctions I end up usually one year I'm I'm all in on it. The next year I'm out. Then I just kind of rotate back and right. forth. Yeah. Auctions yeah. are my jam. I do pretty good at those. Oh, um, I know, I know that. So next one, another Hollywood trade. Got me some Hollywood, another taking team. I sold Mike Williams and uh Dawson Knox for Hollywood in a 24th third. Uh, pretty happy with that. Mike Williams is a depreciating asset, in my opinion. And Hollywood is, when both healthy, Hollywood's better. Um, yep. Knox is whatever. It's a 1.75, but he just doesn't get the targets. He doesn't. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And I mean, it's, you wonder, like, so they, I was watching the post game because he got this, the winning touchdown this past week. Yep. And they gave him a game ball and they were just talking about everything he's been through because his brother died uh, mm-hmm. right before the season started. So I think that's probably got something to do with his uh, lack of production so far. But I also think, uh, you know, getting what you got, Hollywood in the third, I mean, that I'm fine with that. I definitely, you know, understand getting rid of the points. Is that a potential points? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, so, I mean, that's exactly what we're saying. Get those points off. Get yourself a couple slots higher and, uh, and you know, go from there. Yeah, and then in Sleeper, I sold uh, Jacoby Brissett, Lenny, uh, Lenny Fournette, in a second, 24 second, for uh, David Montgomery in a 24 first. So, basically, I traded Lenny Brissett in a second for a first. That's how I look at it. I don't think yep. Montgomery and Lenny are that different. Yeah, no, no. And, and I, you know, I agree. And I just, uh, I think that Monty, you know, who knows where he'll be next year, but I think he'll be in a committee somewhere and he's got several years left. It's, he's been a volume dependent play and in Chicago with Herbert there's, you know, I, I think this year will be a test to see how good he really is, but I, I loved getting the first for sure. Yeah. And that was, that was key think, in that deal. I think I've had to go back and look at this deal. I think I have four firsts in the 23 draft, four extra firsts. So I have a total of five firsts in the 23 draft already. And I'm competing too. So basically I didn't really need Brissett. I think I have like Lamar and Mahomes in that league as my quarterbacks. And then I'm just running with these running backs like that, like 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 Lenny, and and now I'll run Monty in there. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, and then my last one here is I gave another Hollywood one. A lot of Hollywood here today. A lot of Hollywood. Uh, so I gave Hollywood a 23 third and a 24 23 fourth for Deontay Johnson. Uh, this is start three wide receivers in this league. I need to go get somebody. I only have like five or six guys. It's, all, it's only a start nine total. And it's 14 teams. So those picks aren't, to me, that valuable. So I was ha- fine to add that. Um, so pretty happy with that, competing in this league as well. So, um, yeah. Yeah, no, no. I I, I think these trades uh, – I mean, Deontay's going to continue to get the volume. Um, he's You're not worried he about gets... him and his little fight with Brissett or with Tr- Trubisky? No, because yeah. I think Pickett's probably starting – Sunday night if he gets cleared. So who knows? But, uh, you know, I I, I think Deontay's just so good at getting open. Does he have – I mean, Steelers fans hate him because he drops critical passes. It's always like a third down or a drive killer that he drops. Because he doesn't drop many. But when he does, it always seems to be at a crucial moment. So – but, but yeah, no, I had – I actually had a a couple that I – didn't put on there that I wanted to mention that I forgot to add to it, but in, 
you know, right before our last episode, I had done a trade with uh, Andrew Troller, my co-owner in the DT uh, HQ and DNC co-league that we have. And him and I are in part due together, which is uh, the second of my home leagues, which is Superflex tight end premium. And we had to draft with the actual 23 draft slots. And I traded the 2023 1.12, so the 112 for Kenny Pickett. Um, and so that essentially that I had gotten that 112 for George Pickens earlier. And so I essentially traded George Pickens for Kenny Pickett. And in a super flex, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. With I'm good that. with that. I'm good with that. Yep. So and then and uh and you know, that was before he had started his you know, any of his games, but he had come in, in at halftime of the Jets game and he, he did enough where I'm like, yeah, he's going to be good. And he actually was going to throw the ball a lot. So that's good for fantasy. Um, then I did one in dynasty hot sauce with Jim Dickey. Uh, he's rebuilding and, and I am trying to go back to back. So I traded my 2024 second, uh, which is like a 26 first, if you want and so on with the big twist, but I got Deandre Hopkins. Um, so he'll be back this week. I had, uh, not so much depth. It is only start one wide receiver required, but I didn't, you know, I had, I had Cooper cup, uh, and that's about it. <laughs> and so like I had chase Claypool and, uh, you know, he really didn't do much this year until last week. And I was figuring Hopkins would be a good, uh, good starter for me down the stretch. So, yeah, I have a couple of Hopkins shares coming back this week. So it's going to be nice. Oh yeah. I, I got to make sure they're in for tonight. And it's how, I mean, and he's going to step into a target share now that, Hollywood's out. Yeah, because they're not throwing that to Robbie Anderson. Right. That, that no. was the dumbest shit. Either. Why are you trading for Robbie freaking Anderson? It's to keep AJ Green off the field, man. Oh. It's like he's just negative value being on the field. So they needed, I was like, we got to get someone. And I didn't even see the compensation for Robbie Anderson. Uh, but it's like a six and a, se- a six, I think, or a six and a seventh or something like that. Yeah. Like they were going to cut him, just pick him up for free. Right. It's like, yeah, you get first crack at him, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yep. Uh, and then, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and then uh, the one that I previewed, uh, talking about the late 23 first. So last year in this safe leagues one, I, I was in the championship. I ended up losing, still got a strong team. Um, I traded my first and Kyron Williams for Damian Pierce and Melgo. Now this was ahead of last week's games and Melgo, that whole drama. I probably would have just done the first for Pierce, but I was like, Melgo might be the starter the rest of the year and it would be good to have the depth. So, yeah. And he can still, you know, may, may see some time. So, so I don't, I don't hate it. I like, you know, late first for Pierce, go for it, man. Get after it. He's, he's getting all, tons of volume, tons yeah, of volume. Yeah, he's, he's workhorse volume, workhorse right. volume. And, right. um, and and in the NFL today, that's hard to come by. And, I mean, quite honestly, they haven't been out of games very much. So they're, you know, they're still, you know, running a decent amount in Houston. So um, I saw a stat or heard a stat that they, uh, uh, you know, they haven't been down by 10, you know, or – lost by 10 at any point this year, something like that, that they're continuing to stay close. So hopefully that'll work out. And then uh, I did a trade in uh, the original STS, the one QB, no tight end premium league. Um, I gave Rondale more and I got David Njoku. So 
I, uh, I had Kittle and Kelsey in that league. And with your Kittle talk, I was uh, a little bit scared of, every, of of his outlook. So I was happy to get another tight end to throw in on Kelsey's bye week, which is next week. Yeah, I'm good with that. I mean, Njoko is, I think. Uh, is he probably, like top five tight ends now? He's right there. Dynasty? I think so. I think he's yeah. five, six. You can argue for him to be tight end number five, between five and probably seven. Yeah. Maybe eight at the worst. I, I think, honestly, he's good. So you got Kelsey or Andrews, Pitts, Kelsey. Yeah, I mean. Goddard. Goddard for sure and Hawkinson. So that's that's four. That's four. I don't yep. believe in Hawkinson. So um <laughs> and Njoko would be five. Kittle, Waller, Hawkinson. That's your eight right there. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. And oh you, actually, you know what? I'd put Ertz ahead of um Hawkinson too. So that's nine. And I put him yep. Waller. I mean, I could you can make a case for Ertz to be tied in number seven, probably. Yeah. I mean, he's just getting the volume, and yeah. and he's he's always done it his whole career. So, mm-hmm. um, no, I I agree, and I I had like, in I really in our uh, HQ six the co own league with Jim and I we had Hertz and AJ Brown stack, and I really I, I wanted to get Goddard. Jim was afraid we'd be too overloaded on the Eagles, so we drafted Hawk instead, and that's the one the one pick out of that draft that sticks with me. That I was like, man, I really wish we'd got Goddard because. He's looked good. Yeah, blame Jim on that one. I don't. <laughs> I, I, it was a mutual decision. I know. I'm just, it's just <laughs> fun because he's probably going to listen to this, and I'm going to see him tomorrow. So. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's. Uh, I mean that that draft was fairly easy for us because I feel like we were pretty much on the same page, uh, you know, throughout the whole thing. And you know, I, I'm glad we got Brees Hall because that's my only Brees Hall share. <laughs> Let's look at the RB dynasty RB number one right there. Yeah, yeah. Dynasty he, RB number one. He was like at that moment he w- he wanted to pick Barkley, which wouldn't have been a terrible pick now. But at that time, I was like, I I think that would be a bit of a reach. And I have like so much Barkley, and I have zero Brees Hall. So yeah, I, so I I I did push him in the direction of Brees Hall, and I think that'll work out long term for our team. Yes. So, so that wraps up the trades. Wraps up the trades. We all know what time it is. It's roast time. The coast to coast roast. So this one's kind of multi-layered, I think. Right? It's um the biggest thing is, and we talked about this a little bit before, is do not hold managers um or hold things against managers for other trades that they make or offers they make. Right. Um, so I'll kind of get this is, you know, this whole talk about selling a spot starter for a third round pick. I've been trying to do that all week and last week in places, and I'm getting a lot of flack from people like, Oh, that's ridiculous. Who's going to pay? Blah, 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 blah. So then I send out an offer for a different player. I thought it was a fair, fair, pretty fair offer kind of deal. I got back a ridiculous, a ridiculous response. Like, so, like one of the worst, offers i've ever gotten back um and the and i i just said what the heck and the guy goes well this is it isn't any worse than you asking for a third for a sports start i'm like what does that have to do with this trade so you can't just don't hold people accountable for or not accountable don't hold people those things against other people for trades if they're historically a bad trader in general that's one that's a different story 
but but because you're at the, somebody's asking for X for this player and then they sit, you know, you're, you can't hold them, you know, I, I can't, I can't spit it out right, right now, but like, um, just have some conviction too to go with it too. Like sell those players. Don't make a trade thinking you're going to make another trade. All these kind of things that are revolving around these trades. Just don't hold an owner um, standards because if he made another trade that you didn't like. Yeah. Every offer. Yeah. And I mean, the way I was thinking about this is every transaction is in isolation and you have to view it as like, I'm going to do this deal because it's good value on both sides. And I want to do this deal. You can't say, Oh, well this owner values this, this way. So, and I don't, I don't believe that. So I'm going to be like, I'm going to way overvalue my asset in this deal. And like, right. That doesn't work. And that's just going to piss people off. And, and ultimately you're going to burn bridges. Um, and I mean, I think this is really related also to like what we always talk about, never make a trade thinking that it's going to lead to another trade, right? Um, you always have to do deals in isolation. It has to make sense for both teams in that moment with those assets and nothing else matters. Like you can't hold prior, uh, you know, prior deals. Uh, against, yeah, yeah. Against someone or um, towards Especially someone. if it's a different kind of. Like, yeah. Completely, different. completely different. And I, I mean, the example it, you shared with me, I'm like, Holy cow. It was like totally unrealistic on the it, counter. And I'm like, and Deion Jackson for a third was a great deal if you actually did it and started him last. Yeah, you got thirty points. Like, yeah, it's like so twenty-eight points. Uh, actually, the, uh, just so the owner that if he had traded for that Deion Jackson, he would have won his hit matchup. Hey, no, exactly. Two, so. It's like, you know, you just can't. Uh, I mean, I think, and that this just goes to show you that there are a lot of different players and personalities in Dynasty. Not everyone thinks like the degenerates like us, but I think that means they're just not as educated on true values of draft picks. We were talking about the warp of third round picks being negative and how like that you need to use those third round picks so that you can actually get points um, when needed. So I, I, I just, I, this, this kind of uh, behavior in dynasty, I mean, I, I know it was one of your sleeper league. I'm not going to dog sleeper for uh, you. Go ahead and dog it all you want because it's <laughs> but, freaking annoying. Yeah, but so, that yeah. that's just like you just got to have uh, um, take a step back, look at the the trade at hand, um, and hold no priors. Right. Yep. That's I agree with that. That's I completely agree with that statement. And yeah, hold no priors. Um, it's, there's just no reason to act like a fool. Don't be a fool. Just yeah. don't be a fool. Yeah, so it's a, that's our uh, that's our roast for tonight. I is, like that one, and uh, I think that uh, a lot of people, if you're listening to this, I think you would know someone in your league that probably acts like this. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, and again, if you people have some roasts, we're happy to take them and use the, and use them for future episodes. Uh, you can uh, hit us up on Twitter um, and go from there. Um, for the Coast to Coast Dynasty uh, podcast, I am Ruben Almana at Superflex DGen. And I am Justin Mercer at C2C Dynasty Merce. Follow in the pod at C2C Dynasty Pod and please rate and review us on uh, iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to us. Thank you. Peace.